Welcome to Refirement Life, the podcast for anyone navigating life transitions or planning to make life transitions to ensure your next years are your best years. Listen in for insightful, generous, and sometimes humorous conversation. It's time to get fired up with Christine Zamuda and Muge Wood, your hosts for this latest episode of Refirement Life. and welcome to Refirement Life. My name is Christine Zamuda, and I'm here with Muge Wood, my co-host and good, good friend. Each of us has worked in corporate America for uh, 30 plus years. We are here to share insights and helpful information for managing life transitions. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the big question, how long should we be working? But before we get into that, let's talk about what you learned and experienced last week. Mugay, any reflections to share with our listeners? Yes, absolutely. Hello, everyone. So um, last week, I was in uh, Los Angeles, particularly Long Beach, with my family to help my older son settle in for his internship at Valero. Um, And uh, I live in Houston, so who knew there's a massive industrial complex actually in Long Beach, refinery and chemical processing. So um, uh, adjacent to a beautiful location. So, um, So we spend a few days there, help him settle in to live his best life and have his summer adventure throughout the summer. This was our first time there. Um, we got to tour uh, Queen Mary, which is open now, a little travel tip, um, which was the fastest ocean liner of its time in 1930s. Um, also, it broke the record for carrying the most number of passengers, almost 17,000 people during World War II. It, it served as a warship. Wow. Um, so it's 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 just an amazing, uh, amazing history. Uh, we got to visit Catalina Island, um, a highly recommended, beautiful place. Um, so you think these are big highlights, and they were. But what stuck with me on this trip was an unexpected gift um, during our uh, rental car drop-off and a ride on the van uh, to the terminal. Uh, so we all got loaded, and we are kind of looking all glum and depressed, you know, who wants to end a vacation and navigate through the airport hassle? Uh, but then an unexpected gift happened, and that was our rental car driver. Uh, he started um, telling us about the upcoming airport renovations and the terminal drop-offs in a rap song style um, that <laughs> was completely rhyming with beautiful words and spirit. And we started looking up at each other from our phones and started connecting with one another, the passenger on the van with a big smile on our face. Um, and uh, we just could not believe it. This this has never happened to us. You know, we've been traveling for a long time. And what struck me is uh, our driver's name was Aaron. Um, Aaron did not need to do any of this. He could have just be driving the bus and saying Terminal 1, Terminal 2, Terminal 3. But he took on himself uh, to connect with us in a very unique way, um, bring joy to us and um, and to himself um, and make it memorable. So that just um, made me reflect on uh, one of our prior episodes, Christine, where we talked about thriving where you are. Um, and I think in my mind, he absolutely exemplified that. And I think I'm going to remember Aaron for a long, long time. Awesome. Awesome. You should definitely uh, drop a note to 
the rental car agency and and give him a shout out. I, it's so nice when you're delighted in that way and and you see someone going out of their way to make life more interesting. And I'm sure you were like, Aaron, can you come with us through security check? Because <laughs> yeah, yes, I needed <laughs> we, that too. Yes. We really need some cheering up through there. <laughs> But that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I'm happy you had the time away and happy you had the time to unplug. That's fantastic. I'm I'm actually getting ready to unplug a little bit next week, but in a way that I'm I'm also going to be doing some thoughtful work. I'm gearing up to attend the Modern Elder Academy and it's a workshop in Baja, Mexico. I've been connecting with people who have either taught at the Modern Elder Academy or attended. Um, for those of you who are not familiar with this, this is a a set of courses. You can take them both online or in person to help you navigate midlife and beyond. It's very much aligned to what we talk about all the time on this podcast. And in one of my conversations, this was a really cool inspiration and I think we'll give our listeners something to think about. I spoke with Colleen Drummond, who um, had a very, very successful career at PwC. She was retired as a partner. And her new mission is to make retirement easier and more accessible for everyone and not the financial aspects. She has a pretty big um, plan, which uh, I'm not at liberty to share in detail yet, but I I believe we're going to work to have her on the podcast when the time is right for her. But the thing I wanted to share with all of you is she said something that really made me stop and think. She said, um, retirement should be a new ritual that is recognized, that is celebrated in an inter- in a more interesting way. And she was calling it regeneration year. Mm-hmm. Now, regeneration year means a lot of things, but think about it. You know, today we celebrate, um, you know, we celebrate birthdays, we celebrate weddings, we celebrate um, graduations. Retirement tends to be more of an individual kind of recognition, but there's nothing I would say that is really substantial about it. We have gap years. People understand what a gap year is when you're leaving college or, you know, even after college, maybe taking a gap year before you go into the workforce. But a regeneration year, it it could be really interesting to just say, oh, this is what it is. And people actually know, oh, you're discovering what's next in your very long chapter of life, which is going to continue. You're finding and exploring new things. Maybe you're traveling. So I was all 100% behind her in this thinking. And it'll be interesting to see how she continues to, to develop the concept and how we can make this a, a worldwide recognized ritual. Yeah, that that's amazing. I love the concept of regenerate. Um, I think we go through multiple phases of regeneration and transition in our lives. Uh, retirement is a, a tough and interesting one um, because I think sometimes it may feel like, oh, the last chapter of your life and um, hope you have a good time. Sometimes don't even know what to say. Is this something you want? Were you forced into it? Um, do you even know what you're going to do for however much time you have left on this earth? 
earth. Uh, I, I mean, it's 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 kind of a depressing, right? Um, and uh, and it, and it's the opposite of that. It it can be the best chapter of your life, and it's going to take a lot of effort, intention, and reflection to make it so. Um, even before getting to that stage of um, retirement and moving to the next thing. Um, so um, I I love I love that concept. The other thing that um, your comment, Christine, made me think is, I think we need to have more party supplies, uh, more fun party supplies um, to throw yourself an amazing retirement uh, party um, and uh, make it the start of many more parties to come. Um, so I think um, I, I think we, that that may be a side business. Well, we, we just have to um, include our maracas in that process yes. um, and throw the biggest party ever because what an accomplishment it is to be at that point. Right, right. What, and one thing, when you said this, this just popped into my mind. I think that we should develop little boxes that people can stand on that are super colorful and you drop them in, in your party and people can give that person a standing ovation when they step on the box. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. Yes. Yes. A little that's, stage. that's exactly right. Yeah. And they little can step stage. off the stage and go on to their regeneration year. Yes, that's right. That's right. That's exactly right. I love it. I love it. A lot of, uh, you know, celebration in a way that, um, you know, is appealing to you, uh, but um, a good send off to the next chapter, not to, um, um, you know, expire, retire and, um, you know, just resign from life, uh, but um, be your most vibrant self. Um, exactly. To do all the things that um, bring a lot of joy to you and those around you. Yes. And it's not going to happen by itself, which is why we are reflecting. Right. So mm -hmm. um, I, I love the regeneration. That's good. I actually I will have to go regenerate myself um, even more. So thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. So so let's talk about this. So when you think about the concept of how long you should be working, there's there's many reasons people might work beyond their corporate job or their uh, professional uh, job or maybe their own business. If they're going to shift gears, they're going to do something else. So, uh, you know, a couple reasons here, they might find fulfillment in a certain organization's work. Maybe they shift to do something and then on a non-for-profit or a board. I see a lot of that from corporate America, right? Um, from our peers who are doing something different. Um, a lot of folks are, are just um, coin operated. They <laughs> like to make money after retirement. I, I understand that completely. And uh, they may want to improve their retirement finances. Uh, some people do 100%, uh, you know, volunteer, not-for-profit work, um, set up their own foundations on things that maybe they couldn't tackle when they were working full-time to do something um, bright and uh, powerful in the world. We also see people who just want to stay engaged and be mentally sharp. We talked a lot about that in podcast in the in the past, and that's a real, um, I think, differentiator in terms of living a a healthy and productive life. And then we have this one, which is coming up more and more often now that I've retired. I'm talking to my friends, and you know, they'll say to me things like, "Well, you know, you have the art. You just did this podcast. I, I just don't know what to do." So I'm going to continue to work until I figure out what to do. And then lastly, you have um, 
you know, your your better halves, your partner in life telling you, uh, you just need to go back to work. You're in my space. I, I don't want to be stuck with you like I was uh, during the pandemic, forever you getting in my business um, and <laughs> wanting to be entertained because I got my stuff to do. Um, so I think all of those, uh, Christine, are very much the patterns um, that we see and experience. Um, and it's a very personal decision. How long should I be working? And uh, I, I, the consulting answer, I think, holds true in this instance is it depends. It depends on why you are working. Are you finding joy and fulfillment or are you more in autopilot mode? Um, and that's what you have done most of your life. And you you, you just you just want to keep going. And, um, you know, your um, bucket list of items is constantly getting pushed out and deferred. So I, I think ultimately um, doing it for the right reasons is probably um, healthy. Um, but I have to say um, work. Um, really provides a structured way of intellectual and social engagement. Um, so it, it is really um, takes a lot to replace that with something even more joyful. Um, so I think the key, though, is um, just do it with intention and reflection and do it for the right reasons. Uh, we have individuals who are working well into their 90s and it's not for financial reasons and we have those who choose not to. So um, doing it for the right reasons and making sure it truly is fulfilling uh, whether you are working into your 90s or you decide to um, you know, take it uh, earlier retirement much earlier than that. Um, and, and of course, financial is a big part of this too. Right, right. And I, I, I've talked to a number of people who have retired and the th thing that continued to come up for these individuals, and they were in a situation where the financial piece was covered, uh, but almost unanimously, they said, I just wish I did it earlier. Mm. You know, the, I think the first year is, is a big year. We heard that with Dave McDonald, our guest from the last episode. You know, it was a lot of change. It was a lot of, like, figuring out what you're going to be. But once you get beyond that, um, I'm just hearing from people, I just wish I did it earlier. T you know, time is the only thing we don't get back. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. And uh, life, as we have all experienced uh, very uh, starkly during the pandemic, especially, is um, variable, right? Things can mm -hmm. change on a dime. And uh, what we want to do and defer in the so-called golden years, um, they may have to take place right away because you don't know what, what is ahead of you. Uh, it is a big dilemma, though. I think, I think you know, we got to acknowledge that. And when we look at the different statistics, um, studies that have been published around it, um, there are several that um, talk to how continuing to work longer um, can uh, improve your um, cognitive abilities, uh, reduce um, chances of serious diseases. Uh, it may prolong your life. I mean, some pretty amazing statistics. I will call out some of them. Um, CDC um, published a journal, Preventing Chronic Diseases. It's talking about how people work past 65 years old, um, they are um, half as likely 
um, to have serious health problems. And then um, there's another one from uh, Journal Journal of uh, Community Health that talks about people who work even one more year beyond the traditional retirement age has um, a nine to 10% lower risk of dying, um, et cetera. So compelling statistics, but what does that mean? Does it mean we should just keep working um, because these studies are saying um, this will give us engagement. Um, what is the opposite side of that coin? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, you know, before we get to the opposite side of the coin, we do see from the U.S. Bureau on Labor Statistics that people are, as a population, working much, much longer, right? So back in 2017, 32% of people aged 65 to 69 were working. 19% of 70 to 74 year olds were employed. So we already saw that, you know, older employee trend. And now the projection for next year, 2024, is that 36% of people age 65 to 69, so that's a third of the population, will be in the labor force, which is a lot more than it had been in, in years past. So people are figuring this out. And I think, you know, working doesn't mean working five days a week. Working could mean never working a Monday, which is my <laughs> my favorite theme that <laughs> I'm, I'm holding on to that. I'll never work another Monday in my life. And um, yeah, so if we if we go to we, we've heard about the positives, but we also know um, working may have uh, a downside. So let's we can talk a little bit about that. It's not always good for your health. And there are some examples of this. And this is a good moment to just check in with yourself and think about your day to day work. Um, stress is a killer. Stress has uh, damaging effects to your your physicality, uh, to your your mental health. Uh, and suffering stress on the job, it's it's definitely correlates to coronary disease and and strokes. So you know, feel I, I notice myself just being uh, you're briefly retired. I'm carrying myself a different way. I'm not um, stressed when I'm driving. I used to always have to like relax myself, be really aware of just how you know wound up you you were. Take a deep breath. I'm not doing that as often now. Yeah, that is um that that is I think um uh, great uh, observation. I I see that in myself too. Even taking vacation can be stressful <laughs> when you're working <laughs> um, because you have to prepare for it, right? You're overworking mm -hmm. to wrap up things. Then you take uh, the time off, but then coming back, um, you are trying to catch up, right? So yes. I mean, there is a um, uh, there is a burden, uh, a stress that we carry, even explicit or implicit we didn't realize we carry it uh once it's lifted off we're like okay i am looking at things differently i feel lighter um and one thing people always tell me is why are you walking so fast um i'm like i'm trying to get from place to place i've got things to do so just uh, you know giving your permission to slow down Mm -hmm. um, and um, enjoy the present moment can be more possible um, with retirement. Um, so um, I, I think there could be a physical aspect 
of the work stress. Um, it could be a point where um, it's causing chronic stress because uh, perhaps uh, uh, the job lost its meaning. Uh, mm -hmm. It may be a burnout situation. Uh, maybe the work responsibilities are compounded by additional life responsibilities. Um, so whatever the circumstances are, I think when you reach that inflection point of um, being at work, doing a particular job is um, not uh, on balance, um, giving the fulfillment um, mm -hmm. that uh, help you live a good life. Maybe it's time to consider a transition, uh, maybe to another phase of uh, contribution uh, or doing something entirely different. So, um, so it depends, but, you know, just really pausing and thinking about that um, and making sure the goals that we set for ourselves um, are realistic and we are not setting ourselves to support a multi-generational financial obligations. I also see that sometimes um, mm -hmm. I raise my kids, they are tuition free, and now I'm going to set up some uh, tuition funds for my grandchildren. So I have to keep working, right? There is no end to that. Um, so if that is what's fulfilling, that's fine. But again, doing it with intention. Exactly. That's a great, great point. And I think that the burnout and the stress uh, that I'm seeing and talking to lots of people these days, a lot of people feel trapped in their in their role. And they feel like they can't do anything else. And they're waiting for things to change in their company or with their employer. But I, I think we probably could do a whole nother episode on maybe, you know, micro things that you can do when you're in place. Mm -hmm. and you're in that difficult situation, how can you continue to make steps towards your goals, whether that's, you know, learning a new skill in in that role in a different way? I don't know. We'll, we'll have to think about that. But I, there's a lot there. There's a lot there to unpack, I think, for, for our folks. Well, if, if we want to shift to kind of a funny story about how long yes, should we, we do. be working? Yes, we do. Give <laughs> us the humor side of this, Christine. Yes, exactly. Well, I want to tell you a story about my mother-in-law. So my, my mother-in-law um, passed a, a few years ago, but this woman, I used to call her my exhausting inspiration. She was working till full-time till she was 83 years old. She was a nighttime supervisor. Um, She's a nurse and she managed um, the nurses and scheduling at a, a nursing home. She was the most unselfish person I've ever known. She made a, a very good living uh, doing this, working full time. And she had the ability to uh, spoil her grandkids, let her grandkids run wild with her credit card. She just had so much joy in letting people. Um, have fun. She continued to learn in this environment. You know, medicine was always changing and uh, it was just, she would tell us the funniest stories. She said, my patients said, <laughs> would tell her they had a dream in the middle of the night that an older woman, a much, much older woman was taking care of them and they couldn't believe it. <laughs> And we really were, concerned about yeah. the well-being of the woman taking care of them. Exactly, exactly. And we would just laugh and laugh and laugh. And she was smart as a whip. She would always know when the manor care, uh, you know, executive team would come in and do inspections. And she would make herself scarce 
because she was worried, you know, that they would see this woman who's 83 and still moving really good, but quite elderly. They might ask questions on who she was. <laughs> and I think that um, a lot of us, you know, feel, hey, when you're 55, you start to get a target on your back. Well, this this woman managed to work 30 plus years longer than uh, than you would expect um, was very very full of life um, helped so many so many people and I just think it's just uh, just amazing that she was able to continue for so long and really provide joy provide support to so many and um, just just live in a really unique way. That's uh, that's a remarkable story, and uh, I I think what also made me think is um, how important, just like anything in life, is to think and decide for ourselves. Because mm-hmm. uh, Christine, you're absolutely right. You reached a magical you know, magical age of 55, and all of a sudden, um, you start getting questions from people. So, uh, how much longer are you going to work? Do you really have to work? Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it, this is no different than um, people asking you have been married for a few years and. And they go, well, are you going to have kids? Or if you are not married, well, when are you going to get married? You know, do you want to die lonely? Um, so, I mean, <laughs> there are all kinds of society's um, expectations um, that um, sort of uh, want you to, in a way, conform to the uh, mainstream norm. Um, mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, like the case of your mother-in-law, she had the passion, vitality, and um, uh, compassion that she could be giving to others. And she did t- till almost the very end. So, um I think, um, you know, the the key is um, just is it bringing you fulfillment? Um, Right. And are you able to do it? Um, Because, um, you know, it could be a physical challenge. It could be cognitive challenge. You may not have the opportunity. uh, But to the extent we can intentionally manage the circumstances to a point where we are staying engaged and contributing to our life's purpose, Mm -hmm. um, it is definitely an uplifting um, experience and doing that for ourselves um, to the extent possible. Sometimes we don't have a choice, um, but we can we also have a lot of choice um, in in terms yes. of changing our circumstances. I think the the worst thing is just um, going through the so-called drudgery of work um, because, you know, you think you are trapped, you don't think you have a choice um, or you are simply on autopilot. That's what um, just people do. People work mm-hmm. um, till they can't. Uh, j- just really thinking and reflecting on that um, is, is, is priceless. Time, time is everything. It is. It is. So if if we leave our listeners with a few things, a couple takeaways, some advice, if we were to summarize next steps, what, you know, what do you think uh, that we should uh, share with them? Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to start with one that has been mm-hmm. an inspiration to me and it still is. Um, I mentioned in the prior episodes, um, I love the Calm meditation app uh, that I have on my phone because it has these very short uh, period segments of inspirational meditations, uh, five to seven minutes. Um, and it really calms me down and, uh, uh, you know, helps me get a perspective. And it's a daily work that needs to be done. But one uh, coach on the Calm app I mentioned before is Jay Shetty. Um, he is, uh, used to be a former monk, um, and he shares a great perspective, and he actually is on a tour right now for his new book called Love Rules, um, mm. and um, I would I would recommend um, checking that out. Um, but according to Jay Shetty, um, there are two lies we typically grow up with, uh, you know, thinking of society's norms. One is, you will never amount to anything. 
Some people grow up hearing that. Or the opposite, uh, you can do anything you put your mind to. Um, the reality of life is probably neither is exactly true. Um, I think the truth lies somewhere in between. Um, and uh, when we make the connection between our passion, purpose, and service, um, and those can be connected, um, our best life um, can come to focus. So uh, my suggestion uh, for our subscribers is to um, give it a try to um, Jay Shetty's um, video that's out there. It's called How to Find and Pursue Your Passion um, and Making That Connection Between Passion, Purpose, and Service. Um, and I think a lot of times um, I experience this in my own life. When you feel um, you may need to make a change, get a break, um, you know, change your environment, um, doing an act of service in an area that's meaningful to you um, can really um, lift you up and uh, and propel you to the next stage of uh, intention so so try the call map try jay shetty's uh video out there he actually has a um um, has an online course around um, finding your passion and purpose as well. Um, but I really relate to what he's saying because it's very practical, inspirational, and uh, truthful um, to the reality of uh, what's possible. Fantastic. Yeah, that's that's great advice. I, I, I love meditation apps. And I, I think just checking in with experts like Jay really just helps ground you with perspective. And I, and I think the other thing for, for folks who are listening is is really start to be more aware. Take physical inventory of how you're feeling, mental inventory of how you're feeling day to day. And even if you don't make immediate changes, it might signal uh, just, uh, you know, some action or desire for future action, right? Like start being aware of, of what could you do, it, even in a micro way to change how you're feeling so that you do live with greater purpose and joy. I, you know, sometimes just having a plan or acknowledging I need a plan is a way to get started. Very true. Very true. And and it's a uh, ongoing thing. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's a daily investment uh, we have to uh, make for ourselves because circumstances change. How we feel, think, uh, and grow with life um, changes. Um, our, our life events change. Um, I think it's invaluable to um, uh, pause, um, even if it is for five minutes, um, mm -hmm. to take a stock in how am I feeling about this? Um, can I make a change? If I cannot make a change, how can I make it better? Um, yes. Through perhaps a micro act um, of um, a fulfilling, you know, anything. Make a phone right. call to a friend. Um, go for a walk. So, so, you know, simple things. Simple exactly. things. Even. Yeah, it all adds up. Well, I think we're going to sign off at this point, unless you have anything else to say. I've got uh, a couple just quick housekeeping announcements, but. Yeah, I, I think I think um, uh, Christine, you introduced us to um, Linda Grafton, um, mm, and that's yes. another source I want to highlight again, bring to mm -hmm. forefront. Um, so she has a compelling uh, content and video on um, the hundred-year life. Um, if um, you know the uh, time beyond your retirement. Um, it can be a long time, and hopefully it is. Uh, how do you use that? What is the uh, productivity and consideration that you can have around that? Um, and you know, let's let's um, you know make sure uh, we bring that forward as well. Absolutely, we'll keep that in our show notes. 
So great. Well, thank you all for listening in. We encourage you to subscribe, tell a friend, and we have something new on our website, refirement.life, where our listeners can leave a voice recording and tell us a little bit about what you're thinking about what's being shared, any suggestions that you'd like to uh, have covered. We're happy to take your assignments and run with them as best we can. And uh, yeah, so keep listening. We're we're thrilled that you spend some of your day with us. Absolutely. And keep your suggestions, encouragement, uh, support and ideas coming. We love spending this time with you. It is uh, it is uplifting for us and, and we hope Thank it is you for, for you as well. Our hope is to spark awesome. a little joy. And See you next time. And educate our Till listeners the next time. in ways to live an even more meaningful life. If you have reactions to share from what you've heard, please visit our website, refirement.life, to leave a voice message. You may even be featured in a future episode. To keep in touch, subscribe to our podcast, Refirement Life, using the podcast player of your choice. Always remember, you are never too old to set a new goal or to dream a new dream. Thanks again for joining us on this episode. Until next time.